Colossians chapter 2 verse 3 tells us that Jesus Christ is the fulfillment of all wisdom and knowledge. Welcome to The Reconciled Mind, the podcast where faith, science, history, archaeology, and personal testimony come together to reveal the full image of the invisible God. Each and every week, my mission on The Reconciled Mind is to bring engaging content and engage in honest and open discussion with believers in the Church of Jesus Christ today. But I just want to let everyone know as a general disclaimer that all views that are expressed on this episode and subsequent episodes that are expressed by myself are those of my opinion and the insight that the Lord has provided to me as I have studied as such from the Holy Bible, the Word of God. everyone welcome to a very special episode of the reconciled mind today's episode is going to be absolutely awesome but my apologies for not posting an episode recently there's been a lot of things that have been going on in my life recently most notably um to those of you who know me i actually um celebrated my ministry graduation which was one of the happiest days of my life with my amazing wife jen and it's It'll go down as one of my favorite days of all time, but sometimes I still feel like I don't deserve to hold such a distinction, but because of God's grace, I'm able to tell you that I'm an ordained reverend here today, and God is so good, but today's episode actually marks a very special um, introduction to a series of episodes that we're going to be dedicating from a Christian perspective on the issue of unidentified flying objects, UFOs, or the more in vogue term now, unidentified aerial phenomenon, also known as UAPs, of course. So, there's a number of issues that I believe are posed to the Christian church today because in terms of Christian apologetics, this of this series of events or phenomena are not talked about in the church at large at all. I found this very surprising when I first came to Christ um, just uh, over 10 years ago now, and it's crazy how time flies, but that's that aside. You know, when you go into a church, one may wonder what type of reaction that you may get when you maybe bring up the possibility that you may be an individual who might have been subjected to an abduction phenomenon or something like that. How do you think people might perceive you in the church? Some might jokingly say that, oh, why don't you go put on your tinfoil hat or, geez, is this guy insane or what's going on here? Usually, unfortunately, in in some cases, people do unfortunately get judged, but there's a lot more here than meets the eye, and hopefully over the course of these next number of episodes, we're going to be talking about a lot about um, recent um, UAP activity, um, what these 
craft or beings may possibly be, according to the scriptures, and just um, delving into what this could mean for the Christian church going into the next couple of uh, years or decades, and it's going to be a very exciting series, so I can't wait to get deep into the scriptures on the matter over the next number of episodes, but in today's episodes, I'm just going to provide some uh, general uh, points and thoughts about the matter, and um, this will serve as an introductory uh, precipice, if you will, to the next number of episodes, so it's going to be a a good episode, good discussion. You don't want to miss it. We'll be right back. brothers and sisters in Christ, welcome back to the show. So, um, the issue of unidentified aerial phenomena could pose a number of challenges to the church at large today, and this issue is very dear to my heart because I've always been fascinated by the annals of science fiction since I was a kid, and I've always been fascinated by the subject of UFOs and flying saucers. And to those of you who know me, you know very well that I'm a huge X-Files fan. I always loved uh, Fox Mulder's character and just um, seeing how he um, solved mysteries and how he was able to put things together and just um, go after little green men as they are stereotypically characterized. But in his perspective, actually, they're technically greys. But needless to say, this subject is of has the makings to be a real hot-button issue in the church, especially with recent events over the past couple of months in particular, in May and June. It was, um, there was a whirlwind of events that were going on. 2020 was one of the craziest years in the history of the human narrative. The coronavirus, a rise in paranormal activity, quarantines, lockdowns, pandemics, you name it, it seems like 2020 had a lot of unprecedented events and it's been absolutely insane. But when you think it about it more, what's it all building up towards? We all know in the scriptures that everything eventually is building up to the one world government and the soon to come antichrist who's going to pass himself off as the epitome of the false messiah complex and eventually Christ will come during his glorious second coming to rule with his saints for the next 1,000 years. But I've heard a number of different things in terms of minister ministerial perspectives on this issue. In my studies, I've actually come across a number of different perspectives. It's actually it's very diverse. Um, I've heard some ministers talk about how. Um, unidentified aerial phenomena may be um, spiritual entities such as demons or fallen angels. Now, this this perspective is actually quite, excuse me, it's quite commonplace among uh, conservative Protestant Christianity, which I kind of expected. I mean, I've interviewed a number of different pastors in my research on the phenomena just to see where a more unified Christian response could possibly be developed to answer the question, how should we as believers respond to this um, issue? Another distinct thought system that I came across within the church is that um, 
there is a belief in extraterrestrial life on other planets, and believe it or not, some may even see it from the perspective of evangelizing the gospel of Christ to them since they would be perceived as intelligent beings and in need of salvation possibly. And I've heard some churches would even offer baptism to these extraterrestrial entities, which is always um, kind of fascinating when you think about it. Sometimes I've wondered how things would be if you know, we actually did come into contact with extraterrestrial beings from another world or um, from another star system, and how religions would react to it, actually. That discipline is actually called exotheology, which I always found kind of like a cool term, you know, like exo and theology and stuff like that. I always love cool terms like that, but I honestly wonder how we as humanity would actually perceive such a shock or discovery. It makes you wonder because are we as humanity ready for such a thing as this? And how would Christianity actually hold up to these, um, to the discovery of more intelligent beings in the universe? It really makes you wonder because with coronavirus, one thing that we was a complete shocker is how toilet paper disappeared off the store shelves. Thank goodness everything is stocked up again, but my goodness, I still can't fathom why in the world of all things that went missing off of store shelves, toilet paper, really people? Come on now. But needless to say, I think if uh, there was mass um, disclosure of the existence of alien beings and things of that nature, who knows what would disappear off of store shelves. I mean, some people may think immediately tinfoil would disappear because of the stereotype, but I think it would be something completely different. Maybe like TV remotes or something to that effect, but who knows? Maybe they contain a hidden laser system that only works on these um, alien creatures, but that's kind of like a second perspective where we would maybe evangelize the gospel to them or... Um, offer them baptism and sacraments, but then a third perspective is the concept that the church, some people in the church think that aliens don't exist at all. I've come across some um, young earth creationists who hold that um, the thought of advanced extraterrestrials are actually only a byproduct of evolution, and since evolution is basically declared a myth that it's impossible for aliens to exist anywhere else in the universe with millions of years since usually young earth creationists only hold that the earth is 6,000 years old or maybe uh, tens of thousands of years old but it's it's kind of interesting how we see this uh, diverse response. I remember reading um, an article from C.S. Lewis called Real, that's been titled Religion and Rocketry, and he actually did a really good job in examining possible outcomes if we, if the church came into contact with extraterrestrial beings, how we would perceive them, and he even brought up a more interesting question if there may have been a possibility that Jesus Christ would have manifested in different forms on different worlds across the universe to actually redeem other fallen beings. It makes you wonder. And I can tell you from my research, um, 
the vast majority of Christian ministers don't actually think that. I, for, for one, don't think that he manifested in different forms on different worlds. So I don't think he came as a Klingon or as a, you know, a Roswell typical great alien to redeem them or vice versa. But he, once and for all, he came in the flesh as mankind on Earth to share the gospel and to die and rise again on the third day to redeem us forever. So that was a, a sacrifice that was for all of creation once and for all. But hopefully, um, as we continue our discussion on this very fascinating subject matter, that we can come together as the church and perhaps develop a more unified response on it. To my complete amazement, I actually submitted a letter to the editor to our local newspaper, basically advocating from a Christian perspective that now it's time to take the issue of unidentified aerial phenomena seriously and develop a proper response to how we as the church should address this matter. Because there's going to be a lot of people that are coming to different churches across the United States and the world who are going to be asking questions, and are we going to be equipped to actually answer their questions? As a matter of fact, that's how a number of people could actually be turned away from the faith, unfortunately, because I've come into contact with a lot of individuals where pastors or ministers couldn't answer questions that they had that pastors should have known. I hope that as much as possible that I can um, pour my heart out and to answer as many questions as humanly possible just by the fact that we're all humans. We can't answer every single question, but we're certainly going to give it our best shot. So basically in this article, I actually um, advocated for Christian unity um, to come together and just start brainstorming on how we should respond. Maybe think about who these individuals are, what these craft are. Are they the technology of a foreign adversary, possibly? Are they secret government technology that's held within the United States government? Or are they beings from another world? Or are they perhaps interdimensional beings? So... All of this is going to be very um, fascinating uh, subject matter. So, like I said, today was going to be a shorter episode, but um, when we come back, I'm just going to offer um, some some thought-provoking questions as we um, go forward, and I hope that you'll uh, join in this uh, discussion with me over the next uh, number of uh, episodes. It's going to be absolutely awesome, so you don't want to miss it. We'll be right back. Hello, brothers and sisters. Welcome back. So as we get ready to conclude today's program, I really want us to think about some central questions as we get ready to delve into the unknown. Uh, metaphorically speaking, of course, we're not becoming anything like, you know, X-Files agents or anything like that, although that really would be pretty, pretty stinking cool if you ask me. But the first question I want you all to think about is, 
are we alone in the universe? Is there a very possibility that there are other intelligent beings out there? The possibility is there because the Lord created many worlds and not just ours alone, but it's a very fascinating concept to ponder. The second question I want you guys to think about is how should we as Christians respond to this um, issue when it comes our way? What would be a proper response? Thirdly, I would say that we should ponder the question of what or who these things are. Like I said in the previous segment, there's a number of different theories that we could discuss from interdimensional travel to possibly even time traveling. Um, perhaps maybe they're um, extraterrestrials from another world or perhaps maybe, just maybe, they may be the technology of a foreign adversary or maybe something within our own government. Who knows? But we should ponder what or who these things are. and. The last question that we should have is if there were um, extraterrestrials from another world, what should we do? What would happen to Christianity, just the faith in general? Would there be a mass uh, apostasy or turning away? Or would maybe somehow this have a significant adverse effect and maybe bringing more people to faith, possibly? It's very interesting with when we get ready to dialogue and think about these very fascinating questions. The scriptures do indeed have a lot to say on the subject matter, and it's very interesting when you think about it, especially when you read the beautiful words in Colossians chapter 1 about the supremacy of Christ, that everything was basically created for him and by him and, and through him. Of course, I'm just paraphrasing, but who's to say that there couldn't, with everything that we see in the universe, it's so big. We're only a small microcosm of the universe, but by no means does that take away our importance in God's plan redemption and us being made in the image of God. So these are very profound and fascinating questions and I hope you tune in to the next number of episodes and I hope you um, found um, this episode an interesting um, icebreaker to it. And if you have any, um, if you've had any abduction experiences, I encourage you guys, talk to your local pastor, see what they have to say on it. You may be surprised that they actually have more to say than what you might perceive. And I hope that this program, especially in this series, will help equip ministers, Christians, and Christians in general more to be able to witness to possible UFO abductees, to those who... Um, preach an ancient astronaut's hypothesis and vice versa. I hope that this fascinates you as much as it does me because I consider this actually my specialty area in the realm of Christian apologetics. So thank you guys for tuning in today. I hope you guys are going to be excited for what God has in store over the next number of weeks and it's going to be absolutely awesome. So we'll see you guys next time. God bless you all.